This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. United Nations body calls for halting cryptocurrency rise in developing countries. Barbados economy rebounds from pandemic, but central bank cautious. Yacht Haven Grand and St. Thomas. Thomas, part of the Island Global Yachting LLC, to be acquired for $480 million by Marine Max. Cuban tourism industry continues to pick up. Dutch Caribbean Coast Guard sees 1,600 kilos of drug, and U.S. politicians seek to control classroom discussions about slavery in the United States. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, August 12th. We start a report today at the United Nations. The United Nations Trade and Development Body, UNCTAD, has called for action to curb cryptocurrencies in developing nations in three policy briefs published on Wednesday. Although private digital currencies have rewarded some individuals and institutions, they are unstable financial assets that can bring social risk and cost, the agency warned. UNCTAD said their benefits to some are overshadowed by the threats they pose to financial stability, domestic resources, mobilization, and security of monetary systems. Some 19,000 are currently in existence. In 2021, developing countries accounted for 15 of the top 20 economies when it comes to the share of the population that owns cryptocurrencies. Ukraine topped the list with 12.7%, followed by Russia and Venezuela with 11.9% and 10.3% respectively. The first brief says the high cost of leaving cryptocurrencies unregulated examines the reasons behind the rapid uptake of cryptocurrencies in developing countries, including facilitation of remittances and as a hedge against currency and inflation risk. Recent digital currency shock in the market suggests that there are private risks to hold crypto, but if the central bank steps in to protect financial stability, then the problem becomes a public one, UNC Tad said. Furthermore, if cryptocurrencies continue to grow as a means of payment and even replace domestic currencies unofficially, the monetary sovereignty of countries could be jeopardized. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer via Jamaica Observer reports that despite Barbados's record 10.5% growth in gross domestic product in the first half of 2022, the central bank in that country indicated that it will revise growth projections for the year. In its review of the economic performance for January through June 2022, the Central Bank of Barbados said the economic growth was due to a slightly better than forecast rebound in tourism. The Central Bank of Barbados said that the country continues to feel the effects of inflationary pressures stemming from the Russian-Ukraine war, which has also amplified the cost increase in the shipment of goods and commodities due to the supply chain bottleneck. The risks associated with inflation were signaling a dampening of growth prospects. 
Barbados Today also reports that Prime Minister of Barbados, Mia Motley, and head of the United Nations World Food Program urge immediate and drastic steps to avoid the dire consequences of climate change. Speaking during the launch of the Caribbean Regional Logistics Hub and Center of Excellence on Wednesday, Prime Minister Motley insisted that it was the responsibility of world leaders to recognize the significance of the changing climate and implement measures to help mitigate the predicted negative effect on citizens. World Food Program Executive Director David Beasley stressed that the increasing climate instability incidents seen in various nations around the world could no longer be ignored, as he pointed out that climate change has now overtaken wars as the number one cause of displaced people. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that Marine Max Inc., the world's largest recreational boat and yacht retailer, announced that it has entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Island Global Yachting LLC called IGY Marinas, which owns and operates a collection of iconic marine assets and yacht management platform in key global yachting destinations, including in St. Thomas and the U.S. Virgin Islands. According to the release issued by Business Wire, Marine Max will acquire IGY Marinas for $480 million in cash, with an additional potential earning up to $100 million two years after closing, subject to the achievement of defined performance matrices. IGY Marina will maintain its luxury branding that is well recognized as best in class in the global marina and super yacht communities. Tom Bucamo, CEO of IGY Marinas, said the IGY Marina's existing management team will continue to lead the growth and operations of the business. W. Brett McGill, CEO and President of Marine Max, said, We are very pleased to strategically expand with IGY Marinas and have tremendous respect for their outstanding management team for building a high-quality real estate portfolio of luxury marinas with extraordinary growth potential. Dominica News Online reports that President of the Leeward Islands Airline Pilot Association, Patterson Thompson, is dismayed that the shareholder government of Liat 1974 Limited left out talks about severance to ex-employees at their recent meeting. Liat shareholders Antigua and Barbuda, Dominica, Barbados, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines made it clear that their discussion on August 2nd was primarily to decide on the creation of a new airline or a rebooted carrier. The Leeward Island Airline Pilot Association expected the highly contentious issue of severance would have been discussed. To their dismay, the topic never came up at the virtual meeting. We are struggling and we would like some attention paid to our plight. Nevertheless, Leeward Islands Airlines Pilot Association remains optimistic and hopeful that payment of the owed entitlements will be satisfactorily addressed at subsequent meetings of regional prime ministers. We strongly encourage the shareholder prime ministers and other regional leaders to emulate the prime minister of St. Lucia, Philip Pieri, 
in declaring in Parliament that he will pay all owed entitlements to former St. Lucian employees of Liet 1974 Limited, the Pilot Association said. Hundreds of Liet workers were terminated more than two years ago when the COVID pandemic exasperated the airline's long-standing financial woes by grounding it for several months. HaitiNews.net by Chinua News reports that thousands of international travelers continue to arrive in Cuba as the island sees a gradual recovery of the local tourism industry. The Cuban government said that over 689,000 international tourists arrived during the first half of the year. The Cuban Ministry of Tourism has projected some 2.5 million arrivals of international tourists by the year's end, down from over 4 million before COVID-19 emergency. So far, we have recovered 1,000 49 out of 5,167 rooms included in the annual plan, Tourism Minister Juan Carlos Garcia told legislators. There is a gradual recovery in the country's fundamental tourism issuing markets. Meanwhile, local authorities expect thousands of tourists and tour operators to participate in the 2022 Nature Tourism event scheduled for September 20th to 24th in the western Cuban provinces of Havana. In total, Cuba has over 78,800 hotel rooms according to recent data released by the Cuban Ministry of Tourism. St. Martin Island Times reports that the Dutch Caribbean Coast Guard is making it quite difficult for drug traffickers in the Caribbean region. The patrol boat has been sailing in the region since April 2022. Since then, a large number of drug seizures have occurred. Yesterday, another go-fast with more than 1,600 kilograms of drugs was intercepted. The total amount of contraband confiscated now amounts to more than 5,500 kilograms for the Dutch Caribbean Coast Guard. And finally, Bahamanews.net via The Conversation reports that the subject of racism and slavery in the United States is generating much controversy of late. The attention has come largely through a flood of legislative bills put forth primarily by Republicans over the past year and a half, commonly referred to as anti-critical race theory legislation. These bills are meant to restrict how teachers discuss race and racism in their classrooms. One of the more peculiar byproducts of this legislation came out of Texas, where in June 2022, an advisory panel made up of nine educators recommended that slavery be referred to as involuntary relocation. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, August 12th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.